Hi, and welcome to The Cure for a Cure for Wellness. My name is Jean-Michel Cliche. I'm Gordon Myhan. And I'm Ariana Martinez. And we're currently looking at the second scene of A Cure for Wellness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're finally introduced to our protagonist. Finally. We've, been, we're, we've seen one scene, but <laughs> it feels like a very long time. It does feel like a long time, considering we really got to know Morris in the last scene, <laughs> yeah. only to watch him die. Right. So scene one, we follow a businessman who opens a letter and then he dies. And that's pretty much all we need to know about scene one, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, well, uh, why don't you paint us into scene two, Ariana? So scene two, we are introduced to uh, Lockhart. He's on a train and it is, we're doing a little bit of a, a jump around in time in this particular scene where he's on his way to find somebody, the, the author of said letter. But then the majority of this particular scene is a flashback at a boardroom meeting <laughs> and things get spicy. So we kind of, so from, from Morris's death, we flash forward to the adventure. Yep. Yes. The mission. The mission. Sorry. <laughs> we jump back in time to fill the gap between yeah, yeah, yeah. Morris's death and the mission. And they do some really cool characterization of when they introduce him on the train. Absolutely. Yeah. He's like. He's like chewing Nicorette gum. He's on his cell phone, but he's also like typing on the computer. So he's just using his shoulder to like talk. And he's also taking up two spaces. You can tell a lot about somebody based on (laughs) how much space they take up in general. He has papers and documents and Nicorette gum and dirty napkins and laptop and other things strewn (laughs) strewn about. They're going to say, and... Other. And other. <laughs> How does the, the script introduce him? It is as follows. Go for it. Castor. <laughs> 32, handsome, ambitious, underslept, dressed in a suit, sits at a window working intently. Gum wrappers litter the table around him as he takes one piece of Nicorette out of his mouth and replaces it with another. Okay, okay so- <laughs> a lot of things happening right now. Yeah. First of which... <laughs> In the script that we're working with right now, it is, he's not, he's not cast as Lockhart. He's, he's, he's called Castor. So I have here 118 pages of screenplay that refers to him as Castor and not Lockhart, which is the name he's, he goes by in the film. And this is the draft that was used for filming, right? As far, this is the as, far as, as far as I know, this is the, this is the shooting script. Right. So when did that change happen? <laughs> and like, what's the story behind that? Is what I want to know. Also, Castor. Well, C A S T O R P. I think I think it's a literary reference. Oh, what? I think it's a literary reference <laughs> to no 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 that's bullshit. No no no. I think it's a literary no reference way. to oh fuck. It's like I I hate this. It's like something like. What is it? Hold on, I just found it. The mountain of the the magic mountain. Okay, just real the quick. The magic mountain. Right, right before right before Jean-Michel jumps into this, he had this like queued up on his phone, <laughs> re- ready to ready to explain where Castor comes from. Because we were just looking at it, and I was like, I wonder if that's a literary reference. Because okay, we'll explain who Castor is on the magic mountain. Well, I don't the know. magic mountain. I'm gonna have to do a little bit of research. Maybe the script refers to him as Castor for the whole script. If we want to delve, we can have a Castor section. Yeah, we'll, like, have a, we'll have a Castor. How we, it's like, yeah, a little mini every episode, episode is like, hey, how are we feeling about Castor right now? I, for one, 
hate the name Castorp. It doesn't it doesn't roll off the tongue at all. Castorp. <laughs> What's the magic mountain? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I just looked up Castorp and that was the first thing that came up. And it just seems like everyone's fucking, you know, taking their English degree for a walk in these things, right? So <laughs> Okay, so what does Lockhart mean? What Lockhart? Does, what Lockhart, does Lockhart mean? I probably just it's just like it's a little it's more magical cool, and uh, palatable. It's cool. Yeah. Dane DeHaan was like, uh, I don't want to be called Castorp. Um <laughs> I really feel like a Lockhart. <laughs> right, and Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. Was like, I was actually in a movie where there was a really great character name. Lockhart, we should go with that one. There's somebody in Harry Potter named Lockhart? Yeah, Gilderoy Lockhart. Did you not read the second book? Okay, he's in the second one. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I didn't get past the first. <laughs> oh my god. No, 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 I know. Okay. I remember that. I remember that. He's the, he's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. This map. Harry Potter. <laughs> We're always talking about Harry. Potter. <laughs> yeah. Welcome well, to. Well, it's gonna, yeah, I guess. The cure for Harry when, Potter. When Lucius Malfoy is in this movie, like Harry Potter is bound to come up, and I think that's okay. Yeah. That's my. That's okay. Okay, we're not talking about him right now. He hasn't even been introduced. He's not until actually like scene nine. So yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna yeah. So we're talking about him on next season, chapter <laughs> chapter nine, five years from now. Okay, so in, I I think it's fun that in the script they they give him an age, thirty two specifically. How old is Dane I'll look that up. You guys talk about other stuff. So handsome, <laughs> ambitious, underslept. Mm, so we yes. talked about we talked about those cocaine eyes. Great yeah. cast. <laughs> There they are. And they do, like, you're really dropped into the character. Um, we'll say what we want about Dane DeHaan. He's acting the shit out of the scene. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got, like, his laptop, like, propped up on a corner. He's typing like crazy, um, talking into his phone, like, spitting out gum. Um, yes, there... He just tosses it right on the tray. It's disgusting. I know, but it's like, he's, he's going for it. We know who Lockhart is as soon as this scene starts. There's a great moment where he hangs up the phone, but by hanging up the phone, he just like releases it with his shoulder because he's just talking to it on his shoulder and lets it slide down his body and catches it because that's how busy this fucking guy is. He doesn't have time and energy to bring his hand up to his ear and put his phone down. He lets it like slide down his body because Slither, he's busy. Slither, like an eel. Yeah, it's, there's a lot, we talked about it. There's lots of imagery, lots of foreshadowing <laughs> in this movie. So things that slither, are definitely intentional. I like that he's quitting smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good for that's, you. That's good a for really you, good point. <laughs> yeah, but he that's there's always a reason. There's always a reason. Wait, what? what's his reason? Wait, what do you mean? What are you, talk, mean? what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Later on in the movie there's cigarettes. What? When? When? Okay, so listen, <laughs> listen up, listeners. You heard it here first. That there is reference to cigarettes later later in the movie. The Nicorette is is a choice for a purpose. <laughs> okay. We're going to forget about this conversation in six months when I, it comes back I promise back you up. we're not. Uh, I'm going to listen to all these episodes every day. <laughs> got to stay up to date. I love here. hearing my own voice. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I can't wait to go back to that. Um, so a fun thing that I didn't notice until we had the screenplay in front of us was what he's doing on the laptop <laughs> is the illegal thing that he gets called out for later. Wait. Wait, no. No, because no. this is the future. This is the future. Oh, fuck. So he's continuing to do the bad thing? Okay, just just follow along with us for a moment. Oh, no. <laughs> the the train scene takes place is a flash forward. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. That's right. He's changing numbers. He's like tab, tab, change, tab, change. Like all these little numbers. In in the script, it says on the laptop, Castorp changes figures fives to nines. So he's 
increasing yeah. profit, right? <laughs> is, that, uh, is that... But, okay, so we have to move forward because right. because in we flash back to why he gets sent on the train. Okay. And he... It, they refer to him like changing numbers on an account, which until now we had just assumed was what we had just seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that takes place in the future. So I said this in a lot in, in, in episode zero, and I'll say it again now. It should be the story of a man who learns a lesson, and he immediately is, is, has learned nothing. He is called out. He's sent on this mission because he cheated, and he seems to just be cheating more on the way to his mission. To, yeah. be, to be fair, yeah. they... They positively conditioned him to continue cheating because they refer to what he did on this on the the cheated account as inspired work. Right, okay. but then they call it amateur. Yeah, they're all over the who retards. Okay, just okay, we got okay, we got we got to jump back. The Sorry. best characters in the whole movie are what, what's the word when it's like a, it's like a chorus. Oh so yeah, yeah, a chorus. Like, this, yeah. Is, this is the chorus this of a cure for wellness, the Greek and, and it is the, yeah the Greek chorus of. The board. I guess we'll just refer to them as the board. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so after the pl- so the train stuff happens, the gum, blah blah blah. He's on his way somewhere. He has the the letter mm. that has the stamp from, yeah, 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 the from one, scene the, one. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. And then we flash back yep. to the firm where he has a fancy new corner office. So okay. Morris's office. Morris's office. Right. And that's we just watched it. I don't pay attention. I try. Um he got Morris's office, right? Because Morris died? Yes. Okay. Not, yeah, be, not because he's good at his job. No, because he just was likely the next one to be one to, of his, in line to be promoted. Right. One of his friends says, like, who'd you blow to get this office? Yeah, like, the, yeah. the bros come in and they're like, yo, boy! And they open some, like, some... Don some, Perignon. Some Don Perignon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. And, like, celebrate in the office. Um, and this must be, like... This has to be immediately after, because... Morris's dead fish right. is still in the bowl. Oh, man. And so it's like they've just dragged Morris's body out. <laughs> <laughs> they, haven't even, they haven't even gone in and taken his stuff away. And Dave DeHaan is coming in like, do my office. Like, he picks the fish up with his hand and just throws it into the, the waste paper bin. I would love to see Dane DeHaan go doot do doot do do <laughs> Just wait till he's on his crutches going doot do doot do do for, for an hour and 30 minutes throughout this film. But yes, he does. He takes that dead fish and puts it in the garbage like it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Or or just just gross and Yeah, like terrible. it's not gross. Let's, Let's just, put that in the toilet. <laughs> Let's jump back to the train one more time and okay. then we'll get into the board. Just like one of the things that like that we mentioned before on the podcast is like imagery kind of imagery not necessarily reflecting the reality of what's happening and i think we get our first little instance of that like oh the little boy boy drawing on the little boy boy drawing on the The, in the train he draws a devil like just a, a, a smiley face with devil horns and then looks looks Dane Don right in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, they cut back to, to to Lockhart or Dane or <laughs> Castor, whatever we call. We'll, we'll call them all three throughout this whole thing. And like, I love it. He, he is. I remember even like like he has the funniest like little like look on his face. Like, hey, quit looking at me, kid. Hey, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't you don't you draw a devil and then look at me, kid. <laughs> You're wasting my time. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that. That happens. And it doesn't and mean anything. No, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I guess where you're going is going to be bad. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. 
We're jumping back and forth as much as this film does, so it's fine. It's, we're not cheating you. We promise. This is in, this is a this relived is experience. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Morris dies. We go on the train. Then we go back to Morris's corner office in we'll, the past. We'll say the day after Morris died. The day after Morris died. Yeah. They they've got shit to do. They don't have time to like to go to a funeral or whatever. Mm-hmm. When somebody <laughs> when your coworker dies, you need to like you got you have those numbers have to be crunched. I hear they just have shoots. What? <laughs> like like a little garbage disposal for bodies. For bodies. Yeah, they got. They gotta get shit done. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dane, you get the corner office. Um, yeah, so Dane moves into the corner office. Everyone celebrates him. A beautiful secretary comes in. Oh, an attractive. Sorry, secretary. an attractive secretary comes in and uh, and is like, the partners want to see you. Also, it's your mother's birthday tomorrow. Don't which forget. Which is important. Which Let's is remember that. Which is important. Is it? I don't. <laughs> it's important. According to my memory, it's not. <laughs> But what, what perplexes me about that conversation is, like, has she always been specifically Dane DeHaan's secretary? Or is she everyone's secretary? <laughs> no, no, no. I think that she was Morris's secretary, and then as soon as she found out that Morris died, she read up and learned everything about the new person that she was going to secretary for. Oh, and she's coming in and she's like, hi, I'll be your new secretary. Just don't forget that it's your mom's birthday tomorrow. And Dane's like, oh, wow, you're, you're going to be a, you're going to be a solid secretary. That's right. And he gets the, I believe that. It's like, okay. So he gets that one use of the secretary and he's in the corner office for about 30 seconds. And then that's it. That's, that's that's the time that he got in his corner office. Yeah. Because they send him up to the boardroom. It's noted in the script. Just before the line, as an as an action, he'd forgotten. <laughs> he had forgotten the birthday, so he says, "Get her something, would you?" Like we know, we know that he forgot. Obviously, he forgot. He's getting his secretary to get her a gift. I love stage directions that are impossible to perform. He'd forgotten. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this next part. Um, is a big voiceover from Pembroke. So mm-hmm. we, we get a little bit of what is going on in the, the, the letter uh, earlier on the train. And it's, and it's continued throughout this part now when, uh, when Castorp goes to uh, the boardroom. So mm-hmm. we get a big, a good chunk of like uh, Pembroke's psyche and like what he's all about. And it's, it's pretty crazy. And if you'll remember some of the stuff from the trailer, they use what Pembroke is saying a little bit from this letter in the trailer mm-hmm. to set the tone. It starts with there is a sickness inside us. Oh yeah, yeah. it's creepy it's creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like everyone's sick, the capitalism is ruining our lives, and we gotta tear it out of our bodies and 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 I'm and I'm not I'm never coming back, is essentially what he's saying. Yeah. I found a better place at this weird wellness center and and I, I have the cure now. Signed, <laughs> Roland E. Pembroke. That's right. He gets the first name. Cool. Lockhart doesn't. Or maybe it's Castorp. <laughs> oh my god, what if? Oh my god, Castorp <laughs> is his first name. Castorp Lockhart? <laughs> I mean... Guys, no. oh, it checks that, out. We gotta, we gotta, okay. Okay, we'll come back to that. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Because nobody ever... No! Wait. <laughs> Okay, I, at this point, nobody's called him Lockhart. <laughs> no, because his name's Castorp in the script. <laughs> right, but they call him Mr. Castorp at one point. Yeah, but like... Like Mr. Gordon. Yeah, people call him Mr. <laughs> Gordon Mr. Jean-Michel. Yeah. 
Mr. Ariana. I'm allowed to have my fan theory that Castorp is Lockhart's first name. I mean, let's keep an eye out in like uh, all the medical files. There's got to be a medical file at some right. point. This is his name. There, there is. It's with the teeth. Oh my god! I'm oh, so yeah. excited. I'm okay. so excited. If it says C. Lockhart, then okay. theory confirmed. Oh my god. What an interesting way to write the fucking script. Mm-hmm. Everybody else with last names, but you, sir, you're a first. You're a firstie. <laughs> I want to get intimate with you. Let's talk about this boardroom scene, because mm. it is... It is bananas. Yeah. So the reason they've called him up here, right, is because... Th- <sighs> Can we just explain this before, yeah. we, before we do this? They have, there's a couple lines with some, like, corporate garb. <laughs> Wait, this, they, is not, this is not garb. Whatever. <laughs> like gibberish. Yeah, there's, there's a line or two with corporate words. Attire. <laughs> Lingo? Where they dress the lines in corporate matters. I'm just looking at Ariana's script really quick. <laughs> she has a note where one of the characters says this is amateur, and her note just says, Yes. <laughs> okay, so this firm is supposed to have a big merger, right? Which means two firms come together as one, like a puzzle. I, I, don't, I don't know. Is that true? I forgot to mention this earlier. Dane DeHaan is 32 years old. Oh. But he wouldn't so have been when they filmed this movie. Do you think this is a biopic? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, now <laughs> explain this. Um, okay, so this firm is having a great big merger, and <laughs> when they have the merger, they're going to look over all the... F- Files, right? It's a big thing. Everyone's in. The, everyone's in a tizzy about this merger. So Dane DeHaan, who it's ah oh, fuck. No, oh, you're it's, doing it. You're doing it. They want to. <sighs> they want the SCE. I'm not really sure what that stands for. <laughs> will want unfettered. Sorry, the SCE will want unfettered access to our books. Any irregularities are sure to come out. Okay. So, yes, they basically, before the merger happens, they want to make sure everybody is walking that line and doing things correctly right. and by the book. So they're going to make sure that both, I would assume both sides are legally allowed to move forward together. So Dane DeHaan, it doesn't play fair. And he, he with the Reynolds case, whatever they're talking about, this Reynolds file, he... Uh, he pulled some tricks. He's cheated his way into his position, right? And so this big case that he just worked on has done very well, made lot them lots of money. It sounds like he fudged some numbers here and there. Turn the fives to nines. Turn the, you got to turn those fives to nines. <laughs> but when they do the merger, they're going to catch that. Totally. And what they're proposing is that they need a fall guy. That's right. And they're saying, oh, this is so laborious. They're saying... Dane DeHaan, you are going to take the fall for this unless Unless. you go get Pembroke, who is a crazy board member who's left and has written this crazy letter. And is obviously mentally unstable, so we'd rather him take the fall because you've got chops, kid, and we want you on our team. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. He's totally. been promoted. They're obviously all like lying assholes. Yeah. The way that they're even all described in the script. It's it's so funny. The Hank Green, 56, a well-coiffed bull of a man. Wilson, African American, poisonous. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, you know Mike. Like that. You know Mike, he's uh he's got black hair. Um he's kind of a bigger guy, poisonous. Um, That's right. Yeah. Humphrey, red-faced, asthmatic. 
<laughs> Absolutely successful, of course. Hollis, female. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> well, it's true. She's the only one yeah. there. But e- Expensive dye job power suit. Hollis looks great. I don't believe for one second that that's not her real hair. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's our shady board of... Of, of shady people. That's right. Just the shady board of shady people. <laughs> yeah. And they're blackmailing Lockhart into going to the wellness center to retrieve Pembroke, who is an AWOL member of the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's into it because he's he's ambitious and overtired and attractive. So he wants to be a part of this ambitious and overtired and attractive board. And also he won't go to jail. Yeah, right, I, right. I don't know about that. I think that he really just wants to make more money, and these people are the top. These are the tops. So the SEC is the Securities and Exchange Commission. I don't know why. I, I just thought I'd, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like so, a, it's a, it's a government thing. So someone did their research is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. The SEC. <laughs> this, this script checks out. <laughs> okay. So, so that's the setup. There's... The way this whole scene unravels is really quite strange and uncomfortable, which seems kind of cool at first. Like, it's like, ooh, these people are all so cold and and robotic and mechanical. Um, and they're all staring Pembroke, fuck, Lockhart, Castorp down. Um, <laughs> and then we get this, we get this gem of a line. Well, here, let's just jump in and let's, let's listen for a second yeah. as we watch wherever this is at. We didn't really think we wouldn't find out. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, he's pissed. I think there's a trick you can pull we haven't tried. This is amateur. Ask you something oh, fuck. You ever have a 12-inch black dick in your ass? <laughs> Prison. Okay. 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 Fuck. So, oh. so Hollis, the female, <laughs> with an expensive dye job, says... Can I ask you something? Ever have a 12-inch black dick in your ass? And then we we cut to Dane DeHaan, <laughs> who glances over at Wilson, a poisonous African-American, African-American man. man. Oh, my God. Why is that there? And then immediately Hollis continues and says, prison, Mr. Lockhart. Yeah. And it should be noted that that is in the script. That's not something they decided to do like on the day, yeah. In, that, even the that, action lines of like him looking, yes, are in there. I guess because it's like a, a pretty crazy thing for Hollis to say, and he's like looking over. Shows no reaction. Is is in the script, and damn, does he do a good job? Yeah, he doesn't show a reaction, which is interesting. You'd think he'd be like, "Sorry, can we? <laughs> can, can, can we talk about that for a moment? That's a uh... what you said was not good." <laughs> Also, this line is like, we're literally two minutes, a little over two minutes into the movie. That's right. We like, don't really know. We don't really know the movie yet. No, or or tone of the movie. It's like, by this point, like, the movie's like a pretty normal movie. <laughs> I think this is the first time I had, uh, I've said this before, a full-bodied reaction to something that was happening in the film. I like... I had like a little spasm, little seize, and then like sunk into my chair and looked around at everyone. Um, there was definitely like <laughs> laughter in the theater when we saw it. But so much discomfort. But everyone was like, what? 
And I looked over at Jean-Michel, and he was just, like, freaking out in his chair, barely. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, a, just a bunch of eels. Um, yeah. It's weird. This this movie certainly thrives on shock value, and that it just comes out of nowhere. Like this, it does, this, yes. This woman could have just said, you're looking at jail time if you get caught for this, but instead she makes a very bold and, like, tasteless statement I guess it's, I guess it's a choice because these are all bad people is what we're establishing. Oh yeah, these are all the bad guys because they are they are the corporate entity. The they have the sickness inside of them, like oh, Pembroke yeah. said. Yeah, our chorus. They're our chorus. Our chorus, our of evil villains. chorus. The, yeah, the, the, the every man. Yeah, I feel like the chorus. The chorus is more like like let us tell you what's going on. We are the relatable people, but. They, this is an, a negative chorus. Anti-chorus? An anti-chorus, if you will. <laughs> Shady chorus. <laughs> it's fun, too. It's like, there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie where there's a lot of one and dones as far as characters we meet. Like, mm. and we'll talk about that as the movie goes on. But the board is not one of those. We will We will check back in with them every now and then throughout the movie. And I love that so much. It's like, <laughs> they're important. They have to check back into it because, like... Because they're the main part of the story. This is the structure of the film, but, like... They're the only stakes. They're the only stakes, <laughs> but both audience and film forgets about them. And every once in a while, it's like, ah, shit, we forgot about... Let's let's call him. Let's 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 leave a phone call, or let's have him say, like, oh, the board is going to be upset to remind the audience, because right now they're focused on... 110 other things, including, is Dane DeHunt a crazy person? Mm. Are the eels real? Um, how old is Mia Goth? How old is Mia Goth? <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, we uh, we talked about this in, in our first episode. We are going to keep an eye out. Um, Morris Watch Morris 2018 Watch. Yeah, yeah. is in effect. Okay, so, like, they talk... I don't know if they talk about him in the scene where he throws the fish out. It's implied. No, they just talk about how it's a new office. Right. Yeah. Which is very tasteless. Wait, I'm going to go back. They, I really don't think the boys come in, they celebrate, yeah. he throws the fish out. Dane DeHaan's just going to keep those pictures of his toothless children and that, that, <laughs> that golden retriever. Yeah, it's like, it's really quite quite rushed, which is, which is why I struggle with like the timing of this, because it does seem like the next day. Mm. But if it's the next day... Like if the if it's the next day and we establish that what time is it? It was like four in the morning. It was like four in the morning. So it's like theoretically, this is just like three hours later. If it's the next day, I just then the timing is impeccable because those the the, the boys come into the room and they 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 start with I heard he I heard he closed the Reynolds account. So like that's the whole reason yeah. that he's getting <laughs> the promotion. Right, right. So he just closes that account not- at the same time. That Morris dies? It's, Coincidence? It's like, it's yes. not like the first thing they don't say is, holy shit, Morris died. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. The goldfish is alive in in the scene with Morris, right? Oh, look, no one's feeding the fishy. So that, so it's been a couple of days. Okay, not next day. So it's not the next day. <laughs> but they do, they do wait for that fish to die before they move into that office. Because that's like the rule at the firm, right? Like, Morris died, we can take it. Oh, shit. The fish is still alive. We gotta wait. It's long, a stalemate until long, that fish dies. How long do fish live? Like a couple of days if you don't feed them. No, how long? How long do fish <laughs> live? Period. Like I don't know. Like like years. It's a goldfish. All I know about goldfish is they can get very big and they stop growing based on the size 
of the container that they're in. Mm. Also a metaphor for capitalism. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. This movie is amazing. Okay, so next Morris <laughs> mention is in the boardroom near the end of the scene. Where, what does yeah. is, is Pembroke say? Not Pembroke. Lockhart. Lockhart. Sorry, Castor. Castor. Okay, so this what what's in the script and what's in the film are a little bit jumbled around. The lines are there, but they're not in the correct order. Right, he says that he doesn't have the same relationship with Pembroke that Morris had. Because they ideally would have liked to have sent Morris to Switzerland to go get Pembroke because they are they are cl- like closer co-workers. At least one has worked directly beneath the other. But now they are going to send Lockhart because Lockhart is alive and it's very difficult to send a dead person to go get another person. So, But Lockhart replies, I don't have the relationship with Mr. Pembroke that Morris had. Mm-hmm. And in the script, the lady says... <laughs> Fuck Morris. <laughs> Wallace is a fucking badass bitch. She's cold. In the film, they do not say that. No. It follows, I think the next character just says, what, God rest his soul or so, something yeah, like something that? Something about how he's a family man, which if I remember correctly, in our analysis of the last scene, was that he wasn't a family man. Do they say he's a family they man? They say Morris was a good salesman, dependable family man. Bullshit. God rest his soul. But he didn't have vision. Nine years in that office? For a man like you, it's just a layover. Is that in the movie? I don't it's remember that being in the movie. That's not because it's a terrible. But they definitely say line. that he's a family man, and we decided that he was definitely divorced because, or right, yeah. But like again, this is all through the warp perspective of like the big, the big, the fat cats, right? Totally. Of Wall Street. They call him a dependable family man because he had a family. The rest of these fools don't have any loved ones because it's just them. They're like they're oh. on their deathbed and they're like, oh, I wish I had the opportunity to have children and get divorced like Morris did. Hollis <laughs> <laughs> doesn't need a family. Hollis has herself. Yeah. That's all she needs. She also says, she says, <laughs> fuck Morris, but she also says he can blow his head off as far as I'm concerned talking about Pembroke, right? When did she say that? She doesn't say that in the movie. This is in the script. So Hollis, Hollis is hard as fuck in the script. They toned her, they toned they her to, down in they the They had movie. to crank her back. Yeah. Right, because they're talking about someone needs to take responsibility for, like, the the cheating that's been happening. Right. And somebody else says, right, like, and then after he, he takes the fall, he can do whatever he likes, to which Hollis replies, he can blow his head off as far as I'm concerned. She doesn't care about these men dropping dead. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Powerful women in film is what I'm here for. Oh, interesting. That so was that- a joke. This <laughs> <laughs> is a, a weird reaction to that. So that's Morris Watch. I don't know how much more Morris Watch is going to happen in this movie, but he's definitely mentioned again the first time we meet Pembroke. So oh, absolutely. We'll in, the, in the spooky sauna. If you guys are watching at home, I'd recommend making a drinking game of it. Morris Watch. Every time they say, every time they mention Morris. You finish your quart. No, I was going to say you have a drink and by the end of it, you've had a nice glass of wine. Um, <laughs> and you get to go to sleep. And you get to go to sleep yeah. because, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a low stakes drinking game. Right. Unless you want to make it high stakes, then you finish your quart. Then you finish your court, and you'll probably drink one court. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then... This movie. And then how does this scene end? They just... They send him off. He he agrees, right? Yeah, because it's either this or jail. He, do, he doesn't verbally agree in this scene, but, like, a, the next cut is him on the train. So, obviously, he's, he's going. He's there. Right, okay. So, um... What is our what's what's your what's your favorite moment from this scene? I mean, the the, the, the big black dick. Yeah, it's joke. pretty iconic. I don't really know. <laughs> I, I think my favorite is the devil. Like 
the the devil drawing on the window. Um, just because it, it really fits into the things I think about in this film, which is like, when that happened, I got all excited. Like, what? What's that all about? Who's that kid? Whoa, who's that kid? Devils. Is there kind of satanic thing going on? Um, again, just another breadcrumb that's uh, from a different loaf of bread. So that's not going to lead us anywhere. Yeah, but we're still in the same bakery. Yeah. Fair enough. We're it's, still in the same bakery. Yeah. As in, I'm still watching a movie. I don't know if the... <laughs> I don't... Is the the big black dick line in the same bakery? No. Like... I don't think so. It's like, they went across the street. <laughs> I don't think that, that... Like, language isn't really... There isn't any harsh language in this movie, is there? Um, I don't believe so. I don't remember... That well, sticks out to me as, like, the harshest of, of la- Yeah, language. for language, but there's still some really jarring moments that <laughs> sure. feel... No one, no one's, no one's denying that, no. <laughs> What's your favorite moment? I just, I love, in these, this six minutes that we are introduced to Lockhart, like, you know exactly who this man is. Yeah. Right from the amount of space he takes up on this train... To they set him at the head of the boardroom table, so like he's seemingly in control, but he's not because they they all they all flood him immediately with their their ideas and their accusations, and he has like this little glass of water, <laughs> which is which is there, but I don't know. I I like this intro because I know exactly who this who this man is, and I I don't like him. But I love him. Interesting. Well, yeah, he he's definitely a very clear character. We know who he is when it starts. Like, I want to know more about him. I want to know why is he like this? Like, what what's going on? And we and we do kind of <laughs> find out. But it's just you're immediately wondering how this piece of shit is going to be the hero in this journey because mm. he's like he's. He's like a bad dude. And then you're like, oh, but he's going to come out on top and like learn his lesson. He doesn't but learn his lesson. doesn't learn a fucking thing. He, again, okay, so we're going to, we, we said this briefly. So in the, the chronology of this, he has the boardroom meeting where he's been called out on cheating. Mm-hmm. He goes on the train to the wellness center. I'm assuming he takes a plane first. He must take a plane no, and no, then no. a train. There's train, <laughs> trains that go from Manhattan straight to the Swiss the Alps. Swiss Alps. So he gets on a plane, then a train, and is still cheating. So hasn't learned a lesson yet. And I really think that the only reason he becomes likable, you can't see, I'm putting likable in quotation marks. Um, The reason he becomes likable in some fashion is that he's just confronted by evil people throughout the rest of the film. So by comparison, he is is palatable as a human being. Right, like he's like a, like a... Like an off-colored gray, but then everyone he meets is like dark, dark black. Yes. So in comparison, he is pure white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why he's the hero of our story. I think it'd be fun. Does someone wanna someone wanna uh, speed get us up to date? Like get us from point A to point B in this film where we're at. What? Like uh, give us a give us a synopsis. No. From <laughs> from from where we were to where we are now. No, I don't want to. You don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Where, where we were. Why, why not? Because it's hard. You you tried to explain the boardroom scene and like it's uh. that's what I mean. That's the that's that's Gordon. Do you not know what we're here for? We're here to work. Okay, we're figure out <laughs> figure out what the fuck this movie is. Okay, so open on the city. Uh, guy working in an office. He's working real hard. He's doing his thing. Has a heart attack. But there's a letter 
what's the in the letter? Cut to guy on a train. Who he's reading the letter now, and there's like a little spooky kid drawn a little devil person on the window. Uh, starts to read the letter. We flash back to the the couple days after. Uh, the guy in the office died. His fish is dead. The guy that we just saw in the train goes, throws the fish out into a garbage bin. He gets cheersed with his buddies. They're like, good job. You got the corner office. And then he gets called up to the board. And then the board says, uh, the guy, there's this guy who sent this letter and he's crazy. But we're going to merge with another stupid company. And, and to do that, where the, the the SEC is gonna have to look through our books. Ten and, seconds. And and and, and, oh, uh, and uh. we'd like you to go get the fall man for this situation, so you can move up and not go to jail, and none of us get in trouble. Thank you. And time. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> we want to do that again. Gordon. Oh my God, you had an aneurysm just <laughs> recounting seven minutes of this film. <laughs> Um, so we're recording this on the, on, on March 1st, which is the, the first, the first, the day of our first episode. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> something really funny is happening with our Facebook, uh, in that we, we boosted our, like our reach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's through keywords or whatever, but, <laughs> um, the only people following us from, from that are old women from the States. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh hi um gertrude and alice from texas and alabama uh thanks for tuning in um i hope you like what you're hearing so far and thanks for joining us <laughs> when like what and what did you do yesterday what you taught you taught a workshop oh yes i taught a <laughs> i taught a workshop on production design and film and the example I used was a cure for wellness. Yes. So I showed I showed many clips from this film because this movie is is an artistic <laughs> revelation, and it's like a beautiful awakening as a as a moviegoer. Now I have a new standard, and it's this film. And now the t- eleven people in my workshop also have a new standard, mm. <laughs> which like. Those 11 people are going to tell 11 people more, That's and right. then those 11 people more, or however that works, will go on and on. So, really and truly, this is a pandemic at this point. It's a it's a pyramid scheme that uh, <laughs> Gore Verbinski hired us to do to get the movie out there. In which you don't make money, but you do become unwell. That's right. Yeah. That's because you're curing wellness, and the cure for wellness is unwellness. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to figure out what the cure for wellness is. What the fuck? I, I still don't really understand the title, but they kind of talk about it. And we'll talk about it next year when we get to that part of the movie. Yeah. When we're, it's a when, slow burn. When we're old and gray. Yeah. And then we meet our demographic. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if anyone happens to be listening to this that is under the age of 65. And knows how Netflix works. Yeah. Please, please watch along with us. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe give us a follow. Yeah. Um, we're on we're on Facebook and Instagram. We'll do a better version of this. We're on Instagram? Fuck, I meant Twitter. This is why <laughs> I said we're gonna do a better version of this. We're on MySpace and what's the circle the circle? Google Circle? Google Facebook? Plus. Google Plus. We're is also it? on LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, so the next scene we're gonna be watching is scene three. Which, we're watching right? Because we just watched scene two. That's yeah, right. We're yeah, calling yeah. 
we're calling them scenes, but they are chapters on the Blu-ray. Um, yeah, that's where we'll be at, and that's where you'll be at. I think we're good. That's yeah. a good little recap. Recap. Okay. Cool. Fuck Morris. Fuck Morris. <laughs> not, not actually, though. We, lo- we love Morris. Morris Watch 2018. Stop. Uh, stop or hit the the. the, the I'm just afraid of stop. Stop. This one? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> this show is hosted by Jean-Michel Cliche, Ariana Martinez, and Gordon Myhan, and is produced by Hot Garbage Comedy Collective. Like us on Facebook at The Cure for a Cure for Wellness, and follow us on Twitter at The Cure for a Cure. The Cure for Wellness timestamp for the next episode is nine minutes and fifty-one seconds to thirteen minutes and twenty-two seconds. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.